Thanks for tuning into the podcast. In today's episode, I talk all about the major life changes that I've experienced in the past month and what my plans are for the future. If you haven't already checked out my Patreon, I would love for you to do so. This podcast is a small part of what I do and one of the things that's 100% funded by my patrons. For less money than a cup of coffee per week, you could gain access in my exclusive vlogs, tutorials, workshops, and secret podcast episodes. Visit www.patreon.com forward slash jnichols1994 for more information. Thank you and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Josh here. I'm doing another solo podcast. Uh, I've released two podcasts up until this point with two very dear friends, Michael Bozeman and Spencer King. And I just want to thank you guys up front for the incredible feedback that you have given me for both of those episodes, uh, especially the one with Bozeman, where we talked about depression, anxiety, and the gospel. Uh, Just an incredible amount of positive encouragement and feedback. It was, I just wasn't expecting it. Um, I guess I, I always hope that people listen to these, but then there's always this like, I guess the reality in the back of my mind of where I'm like, ah, I really don't have that big of a platform and I'm not sure how far this is going to stretch, but for what the episode did, I think it was 150 plays or streams. And like, that doesn't seem like a big deal in the world of podcasts, but for me, that's a big deal. And that's 150 people that got to figure out practical ways to deal with depression and anxiety uh, and kind of correlate the two with the gospel of Jesus and how they can work through that with him, with medication, with all that good stuff. So if you haven't heard that episode, I would definitely encourage you to go check that one out. It's just a couple weeks old. And then I got to hang out with my buddy Spencer King, and we talked about business. We talked a little bit about minimalism. Uh, We just had a good conversation about overcoming defeat in general Uh, from a business standpoint, but then also a spiritual standpoint. And we once again kind of discussed a little bit of depression and his strategy or um, um, solution to those moments where he gets into a deep depressed state of mind. And yeah, so thank you again for listening to the podcast in general. Thank you for those those of you that have supported Patreon up until this point. Um, I've got eight patrons and I feel like a million dollars because... I never expected to get eight patrons. So um, really hoping that that continues to grow because I think we can create even more together through Patreon. Such a cool platform. Honored that people are coming on board with me and would love for more people to come on board with me on Patreon. Shameless plug. I'm all about it. So uh, I have had some really big life changes in the past month, but really like two weeks has been kind of like the, the highlight reel of life changes in Josh's life. Since my last solo podcast, I released a brand new single as a solo artist. It's called Circles. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, whatever media streaming site you can think of. It's most likely on there. Um, and it's gotten a great response from people as well. It's uh, kind of a John Mayer e Alan Stone R and B sounding song, and I'm super excited and, and proud of it. Uh, how it turned out, people seem to love it. I'm getting uh, all the text messages with your song vibes, whatever that means, uh, or it bops, or whatever the slang term is for. I I'm hoping what means to be a good song uh, in the music listening world. But yeah, so I released my single. I turned in my resignation letter 
to Cornerstone Church, which has been my church for going on five years. Like in a couple months, it will be five years. I think it was November is my five-year anniversary there. So turned in my resignation letter on Sunday of this week and announced to my church the big announcement, which is I am moving to Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm stoked. And it's going to be an exciting time. And um, it's been super hard for sure. I've been wrestling with it for probably the past year and a half. Not not just Nashville in general, but like the the state of where I was. I, I felt very complacent um, at the church that I was at because it was such an ideal situation. Like I love that church. I love my my Cornerstone family. They loved me well. They were very very gracious with me in all of my endeavors. And um, you know, I, I got super comfortable there. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I knew that there was a, a change of season coming. And so for the past eight months or so, I've been, you know, really considering Nashville and then it became more real for me. And, and now it's reality. I'm moving October 1st to Nashville, Tennessee with that. When I announced that and what I've gotten from a lot of people, uh, since telling them is the question of, does that mean more than this is over? And the answer to that question is, Heck to the no. More than this is still going strong. We still got so many songs that we've got to release. Um, we're going back to the studio in October while, when I'm moving to Nashville. So we'll, we'll go back in the studio. We're going to try and track at least two songs, um, get those ironed out. We still have two or three songs that are finished and ready to release. And so we're getting out um, you know, the, the marketing side of things. We want to release those the right way and put everything that we can behind them. Uh, so that they look the best they can look. We already know they sound the best they can sound because of the people we work with. And so I'm excited about this season of life with more than this. Um, if anything, I think this move to Nashville is going to make it better. It's going to allow me to expand my writing abilities. Um, I'm, I write a lot of what we do in more than this. And so me being able to be challenged by other writers in the Nashville scene, I think is going to be super beneficial for our songs and our style. And then also just the relationships that I'll get to build. I'm hoping to to really connect with some people that are in the Christian industry and have maybe been doing it for a while that can give us even more insight. I mean, we're we're on year seven now doing this thing. And uh yeah, it's been a long, long journey. But um, you know, every year I feel like we're that much closer to to the big break, whatever that is. I don't expect us to be super famous or do a world tour, but uh, I, I do think there's something on um, or that we're on the edge of something really cool in the near future. And so more than this is not over. We're still going strong. Um, I will be releasing solo music on top of more than this stuff just because my solo career is more of just an online presence at this point. I've just had these songs that I've been sitting on. I really love them. I want people to hear them. And, uh, and so I'm releasing them. And I may do a couple shows here and there based on them and based on the feedback that I get from people. If people would want to see that in a live atmosphere, I would totally be down to doing solo shows for that, but also prioritizing, you know, the more than this schedule as it takes up the majority of what I do in the the music world right now. So that is answering that question of is more than this over? The answer is no. We are going strong, uh, ready for some cool opportunities in the near future. So with all that, um, what's happened here in Gadsden, obviously turned on my resignation letter, announced that I was moving. But I don't know that I've even talked about the Dream Center that my dad does 
uh, here in town. He, he took over a Boys and Girls Club that had been abandoned. The building was in shambles. Um, by the grace of God, we had people give money and help and and all the things and resources that we would need to bring this building back to life. It's been a nine-year process at this point. And this past week, we had a group come in from Kansas City, Missouri, and they did work on not only the Dream Center, but the community around it. They they interacted with the families there, um, hung out with them throughout the week, and then they painted a few houses in the community that were just looking rough. And so these people came in and volunteered their time from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, and the coolest thing for me was, uh, school started back for everybody here in Gadsden on Wednesday of this past week, and these students from Kansas City lined the walkway in one of the elementary schools that's super close to the Dream Center, and they welcomed these kids in like they were rock stars, like they were walking the red carpet coming into school, and it was just the coolest thing to see the looks on those kids' faces as they were surprised with a bunch of high school seniors uh, just cheering them on as they're walking in the doors of their elementary school to start their school year off. And so uh, really, really encouraging. The signs they were holding up were, were saying, like, Jesus loves you. You matter. You're important. This is going to be a great school year. And so all the affirmation and encouragement was just a super cool thing to be a part of. I have a video out on Vimeo if you want to check that out of just kind of a recap of the dream week that I called it. And so uh, that was super fun and, and just kind of a great addition to all of the major things happening in uh, my life, but also just in the city of Gadsden and uh, surrounding areas. Where I'm at now, now that I've decided to move to Nashville, now that I've decided to, um, you know, leave my my home church, leave my home of Gadsden, and go into this new world of unknown. I, I mean, I have no idea what to expect. I, I kind of have an idea. But it could just be like a, a very romanticized idea of what to expect. And then when I get there, maybe the polar opposite of what I was hoping for and expecting. Um, but it's kind of a, a weird situation, too. I, I gave this update to my my patrons on the Secret Podcast episode a couple weeks ago. I will be living in my RV for several months because, uh, not to be one of those hashtag van live people, but because... For the next six months, I'm, I'm doing a bunch of travel. This is the first time in 12 years that I've not had a weekly obligation to a church on a Sunday morning. You know, with Cornerstone, I was able to miss a Sunday here and there, uh, but I could never miss more than two, which made, like, any trips very minimal. Like, I could do it Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon. You know, like, there are all the, all the different variables of how that could work, but I could never take, like, long-term trips. And so international travel was always just out of the question because I knew I would not be able to get the full experience anywhere I went with that limited amount of time. Well, now that I don't have a weekly obligation, I've decided to meet up with uh, several missionary friends, a couple of which we've worked with with Cornerstone. We've come alongside of them since the very beginning of, of their fundraising and of their church growing. And so as soon as I, my last Sunday's on August 25th at Cornerstone, I will leave on August 29th after doing a three-day event with more than this uh, to go to New Zealand to be with my friends Ben and Raylene and their daughter Ava as they are launching their church in Christchurch, New Zealand. And I get to video that process. I get to work with their worship team. It's like the best of both worlds coming together and really the best of all three worlds of like travel, video, and music. I'm getting to do all the things I love and fellowshipping with my, my brother Ben and his wife and, and daughter, uh, it's just going to be a good time, and I get to be out there for three weeks. So 
I've got a couple trips like that. Not all of them are three weeks, but a couple of them are longer. And so I'm, I don't want to pay Nashville rent, you know, if that makes sense. If you've not looked at Nashville rent, it, depending on where you're listening from, it may not be that significant. But from Gadsden, where you can have a two-bedroom house renting for $650 a month, to look at a Nashville rent where you get like a bedroom for maybe that, uh, it's a pretty big jump. And I still owe money on this RV that I've had for a couple of years. The band used to use it, and then I just decided to hold on to it. So I'm just, I don't want to pay a rent on top of an RV payment and not even be living there. So all that to say, I'm going to be a hobo in an RV traveling the world, um, technically living in Nashville. That's where I want to, you know, set up base. But that's the next step for me is, is New Zealand and then coming back and having a solid a solid month in Nashville um, and kind of getting my, my feet wet there and, and building the relationships I need to there. I've set some goals up for myself. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a goal-oriented person, and I've realized over the past few years that if I don't list them out, that they're just not going to happen because I'll either lose sight of them, I'll completely forget about them, or there's just no accountability because I don't have it written out. So I can kind of justify manipulating those goals however I want them to be manipulated to make myself feel better or to make them feel a little bit more accomplishable. Is that a word, accomplishable? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, some goals that I'm working towards, uh, especially with Patreon. I know I keep plugging Patreon, but it's it's a big deal because it's going to be a big part of what I do in the next few months as I'm as I'm traveling. I'm really going to put a lot into it. I want to create weekly content, whether that's video, whether that's a podcast, whether that's video and podcast, um, whether that is a song. I'm going to start doing some songwriting workshops on Patreon and maybe offering them a couple places uh, besides Patreon. Uh, But I want to create weekly content, not for a certain reason, not because I think it's going to do anything for an algorithm or get me more followers or more patrons, but... I just want to do that for myself because I know I've got all of the ideas and all of the know-how. I just, I have to apply myself and get it done. So I'm going to be, I mean, you can be expecting weekly content from me one way or another. Another thing I'm working towards is saying no more often. Um, Turning things down rather than agreeing to them. This has been a big, big deal in my life for as long as I can remember, I've just always been the yes man. Like that movie that Bruce or not Bruce, um, Jim Carrey starred in. I thought of Bruce almighty, but the movie Jim Carrey starred in of, of yes man, where he just cannot say no. He says yes to everything. That's basically my life in a nutshell where I just, I have this urgency to, gosh, this is going to sound so this is not as self-righteous as it's sounding on this podcast. I have an urgency to meet everybody else's needs. Sometimes I think that I'm an like a Enneagram type two, Um, but I'm not, I know I'm not, but sometimes I act in that way where I just really want to meet everybody else's needs. And so I don't want to tell them no, I don't want to disappoint. Um, and what I found myself doing is just burning out and not being effective in the places that I need to be effective. Read a book called, um, the four hour work week. And and they kind of talk about this rule. uh, It's the 80, 20 rule where you eliminate 80% of the things that only bring you 20% of, your financial income, your satisfaction, whatever it is, and then turning that around, doing the 20% of things that bring you 80% of your income, your satisfaction, your fulfillment, whatever that is. 
And so really learning how to uh, value the moments where I can say no and know that I'm going to use the time that I would have allotted to that for something more important. Sometimes that's literally just sitting and watching Netflix, but sometimes sitting and watching Netflix is more important to me than doing something else based off of the busyness that I've had in that week. So I don't know. It's, it's a new season of placing a value on my time, myself placing a value on my time and, and understanding that it is valuable and that I need to examine what I'm giving it to and where I'm, where I'm saying yes and where I need to say no. So saying no more often, that's a goal. I want to lose 20 pounds by October. I have a new song releasing in October that I think is going to be, oh my gosh, as Donald Trump would say, huge. Um, I love the way it sounds. I just went to Nashville this week and recorded it. It sounds as good as anything. I mean, this is so biased. It's the best thing that I've I've made, like song-wise, catchy melody. All the pieces of the puzzle just fit, and I feel so good about it. I've gained probably 25 to 30 pounds back from when I was at my peak of weight loss. And I really want to look good for all the promotion that's going to come out with that song because I'm going to push it hard. And I'll talk a little bit more about that song uh, shortly. But that's my goal is to lose 20 pounds by October when I'm going to release that song. I know I can do it. I've just got to be diligent and, uh, and, and get back on track with my diet and exercise. Like I mentioned in my last solo podcast, I've got to get back on the exercise train because I'm lacking on it. But, um, yeah, I want, I want to lose 20 pounds by October. It's totally doable. And I believe in myself and I don't have any doubts that I will accomplish it because I'm setting my mind to it and I'm writing it on a list. That's all I got to do. I'm just kidding. I got to work hard, but I'm going to get there. I also want to start writing a minimum of two songs a month. That like no, I would love to write a lot more songs than two songs a month. What I really want is at least two really good songs per month that I write. Like the ones where I'm just like, hey, this is ready to go to a studio and record and track and cut and, and release to people. Um, I think I'll probably get more just because it's like a muscle that I work out. So when I really get into it, and especially being in Nashville, fuck, anytime I've been in Nashville in the past, my songwriting juju just goes through the roof. Like, I don't know if it's just the the energy of the city or what, but um, my goal is to at least get two good songs per month, whether that's more than this, whether that's Josh, whether that's, I'm uh, speaking in third person, whether that's for someone else, as I do want to focus a lot on songwriting and hopefully find a publisher that would allow me to write songs for other people, you know. I just want two good songs per month. That's what I'm setting my bar at right now. It'll increase as I get more accustomed to writing more good songs on a monthly basis. I want to read a book a month. Um, I've really started to enjoy reading. Audible has been a great asset as well, but I really enjoy the satisfaction that goes with flipping that last page of the book. And a lot of the ones that I read that are paperback or like the physical copies are fiction books because the satisfaction that goes with that flip of the last page and the story ending. I don't mind so much listening to an educational book or a, a biography through Audible or reading it on my Kindle. I don't know why, but it's just a mental thing where I would rather read a fiction book that's going to spark my imagination with a paperback. And it, it just, I don't know, it's something weird about me, but I love that. So my goal is to read one book per month. I want to get down to less than 100 items 
that I personally own before October. Um, that's like a hundred items in general. Like everything that I could possibly own is less than a hundred items. Clothes, guitars, um, computers, microphones, anything, like everything. I want it to be less than a hundred and I will do a list out of all the things that I own because I want to, I want to be accountable to that. I don't want to be toting around a lot of nonsense that I don't use regularly, um, with me when I go to Nashville or when I'm going to New Zealand or I'm going wherever. Um, so yeah, a hundred items or less before October or by October would be a really cool accomplishment. And, um, I will, I'll keep you guys updated as I get rid of things in case you would want any of those things. I would love for you to buy them so that I can know who got them when I let them out, let them out. And they're not dogs or animals to be let out when I let those things go. When I release them from my ownership, I would love to know the people that take them in October. As I mentioned before, I'm releasing a new song right now. The title is head over heels. It's a long title and I don't necessarily love it, but I'm going to let you hear just like a, a small snippet of a rough draft because it's so good. Kyle Jefferson produced it and Dimitri played bass on it. I just met Dimitri while I was sitting in Kyle's studio, and it was the coolest thing. It was the most Nashville thing ever of him just sitting there watching Kyle produce and him happening to be just a phenomenal bassist and asking if he could goof off on the bass while we were producing the song. And then his goof-offs became gold that we placed on the song because it just made it a whole different track in the best way possible. So this is just a snippet of the song that we'll release in October called Head Over Heels. Yeah, so that song, I'm, I'm just so excited. That, I'm so stinking excited about that specific song. I just think it's going to be the one, and I could be way off. I may go back and listen to this podcast, and you may go back and listen to this podcast after it's all said and done and the song releases, and it could be the biggest flop in the history of song flops. But I just feel good about it. I don't know what it is. So that's October, and then in November, I am releasing a song that Ben Rector co-wrote with me. If you haven't heard this story... I'm going to tell it briefly. And by briefly, I'm going to get all the good details because it makes the story the story. Posting on Instagram, 2017, I decided I would write a song that was exactly one minute long so that Instagram would cut it off and make it seem like I had a full song. And people would be like, oh, I really want that song. Or, oh, that sounds cool. We'd love to hear the rest of it. What had happened was I posted this thing. A buddy of mine commented, on and I'm hoping to get this buddy on this podcast. His name is Jake Elif, but he commented on it, and like I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get him on the podcast because like, in order to understand the, the humor and the fact that he was the one that sparked attention from Ben Rector, it just ha- it, of course it was him. Like when we'll talk through some of the stuff when he's on this podcast in later episodes, but. Anyway, he comments and says, Ben Rector, this sounds like you. Ben Rector comments back and says, hey, man, love this song. Do you have an email address I could hit you up at? And, you know, I'd love to to talk with you about this song. Send him my email address. He sends me the friendliest email you ever did did read and um, basically says, I've got ideas for this song. I don't want to do them unless you're cool with them, but I would love to play around with it if you would allow me. And I said, well, of course, you're Ben Rector. 
I, you can do whatever you want to with this song. Uh, I guess two months went by, and we did voice memos back and forth to each other, just kind of writing verse and chorus and getting everything ironed out. And then that was it. I never heard back from him and was kind of hoping he had a record coming out that next year, and I was kind of hoping that that song was just going to end up on it, and I was going to see my name in a co-write and maybe get a little bit of royalty money because that would have been cool, and I've never done that before, but that's not what happened. It just kind of sat there, and I was listening to it the other day, and I was just like, this song is so good. It's not just because Ben Rector wrote it. It's just a good song, and I really like it, and I think it's going to be a really good release. And so in November, I'm releasing that. I emailed Ben and just double-checked and was like, hey, man, I'm releasing this song. I want to make sure it's okay to put your name down as a co-write. He agreed to it. Also said he would love to write in the future. That's whatever. I I got excited. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so November, I'm going to be releasing Found Your Way, which is that song that Ben Rector co-wrote with yours truly, Josh Nichols. So it's going to be a super exciting next six months. Um, I, the, it's just the most uncertain time in my life. Like I've got things planned out on the calendar. I've got trips planned and uh, flights booked. But everything is just so up in the air. And it's it's the scariest feeling financially. I'm I'm just kind of like, what am I what am I gonna do here? I'm not against working in a normal job. Like I I'm totally down for that. That would honestly probably be very therapeutic for me after doing freelance work for so long. But I'm just it's it's a scary place to be, but it's also just an extremely exciting place to be where I'm just I'm uncertain of what the future holds. As a Christian, I'm at the place where I'm just like, Lord, you're going to do it. You know, I'm trusting you to, to take over and uh, to make a way where there's a way to be made and to shut doors where there's doors that need to be shut. And I've got great community, Christian community in Nashville, Tennessee. I, I'm really looking forward to just being a part of the church and not necessarily being in a vocational position, but just being able to sit and serve, period, like to worship and serve a community with my church family without any kind of paycheck or, or vocation uh, title to get in the way. Not that it got in the way at Cornerstone, but just, you know, in general. So who knows what the next six months hold. Um, like I said, I've got things planned out on the calendar, but I really have no idea what to expect apart from those things. I love you people so much. Anyone that's listening, I really appreciate you listening, and uh, if you watch any of my videos, if you listen to any of my songs through more than more than this, whether it's my solo stuff, whatever, you will never know how much I appreciate you. Every person that gives me an encouraging text message or message on Instagram or Facebook, uh, it it legitimately brightens up my day, and there's nothing like it, absolutely nothing like it, and so so honored that you would trust me with with any time of your day especially 30 minutes of it to listen to this podcast or the five minutes that you would spend to watch a video any time you spend supporting my content um i really really do appreciate it once again i know i've plugged it several times but if you are interested in supporting me through patreon <laughs> this will be the last time i plug it because the podcast episode is over but if you would want to support me in what i do you can visit my Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash jnichols1994. 
You can be a part of the MVPs, which gets videos and everything. You can be part of the podcast club, which you get to help me come up with episodes. You get access to my secret podcast along with several other things. You can be part of the music club where you get a new song every month that's unreleased at that point. Some of them may never be released. Like, for instance, I just released a song yesterday, the one that I'm going to release in November, but it's got Ben Rector singing the first verse and first chorus that he sent me in a voice memo, and I merged it together with the rest of the track that I created. And so it's a full song, but Ben Rector sing the first verse and first chorus, and then I'm singing the rest of the song. So it's kind of like a duet that Ben has no idea he's saying, and it's kind of creepy. But for my patrons... They got it. They got access to it. And so um, just go check it out. If there's anything on there that you think you would, you'd be down to support, I'd love for you to do it. And like I've already said a hundred times, I will be forever grateful because you guys are the best and it means the world. Until next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>